suspicion of you wouldn't get it. Connor McPartland alongside your younger brother and co-host Aiden McPartland, say at the people, Aiden. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about one of the most critically acclaimed movies of 2019, Mr. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And we are going to be asking and trying to answer some unanswered questions that came from the movie. Yeah. Because there were a few in this two and a half hour movie, two hours yeah, and 45 right. minutes. Yeah, two hours and 45 minutes. I was, was, was it around there? Okay. Yeah, around there. Um, I've for, got a lot of questions about yeah, this Yeah, first of all, I really like this movie. I really did enjoy it. I don't think it's Pulp Fiction, but I, think I it's, don't even think it was Hateful Eight. Really? I think it was, I enjoyed it more than Hateful Eight. The thing is about with Hateful Eight, I was so intrigued despite the fact that they were in a cabin. Yeah. But with this one, is just so great to look at. Well, his version of late '60s Hollywood mm-hmm. was amazing, and it yeah. really felt like late '60s Hollywood. Which uh, a lot of the the bad reviews from this movie just came from the fact that it felt like an inside joke between Tarantino yeah, and the rest is, of the oh, Hollywood but it's business. A love that's the whole. Yeah, that's the, the thing. Like it's a tribute. Yeah. Um, I like this more than Hateful Eight. Although they are different because Hateful Eight has a lot of oh wow moments, mm-hmm. like when you flash back and you see like them first getting into that cabin, yeah. the the fake people who were pretending, yeah, and there are a couple of oh wow moments like that. This movie not as gory. I think this is probably the least gory movie, right? Mm-hmm. No, Kill Bill. No, wait. No, wait. No, well, I, I think seen, that there was some glory. Yeah. I haven't seen Jackie Brown. Oh, that that's true. Seem like a very I always movie. forget about Jackie Brown. Me too. I don't know. That's why. one of Dad's favorite movies. Is Jackie Brown. So, Aiden, you have one really big unanswered question that came well, out I of mean, this movie. Got a couple, but this is the biggest question yeah. that I have. Did Cliff Booth kill his wife? Cliff Booth, pr- played by Brad Pitt, is a stunt double of of Leonardo DiCaprio. Forgot his characters. No, Rick Dalton, Rick, Rick Dalton. And um, it was always brought up, anybody who Brad Pitt's character encountered, that the rumor going around town was that he killed his wife in a boating accident. And we flash back to, the only flashback we get is his wife, like, nagging him and yelling at him. And did he grab some sort of weapon in the flashback? I don't, I don't think so. They were on the boat, though, and that's the only... That's the only mention of it that we get. Yeah. So I, you want to you know if he actually killed his wife. Well, what do you think? Do you think he killed his wife? I don't think he killed his wife. I think that he is the most likable character in that movie, not just because he's played by Brad Pitt, obviously. And by the way, more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm like, if he doesn't win this Oscar, I'm going to be know. like what ravaged on mine because he was so good in this movie. Any other actor who does that 20-minute sequence where he goes to the Mason camp and is walking towards the RV, I don't think it works. But because it's him, Mm -hmm. and he's just so sarcastic and has such great dry humor in this movie. Fair enough. And delivers it perfectly. That's the best joke in the movie, I thought, was just that fair enough line. Yeah, he's so, so good in this movie. But I also think that he's one of the more likable people in this movie. Yeah. Because I think he's, he is the most likable person. In this movie. He's such a great friend to Rick Dalton. He's mm-hmm. such a great friend to him. And then when he meets Margaret Qualley, who's on the street, and he gives her a ride, and you think at first that it's just because he wants to sleep with her, but it's not. He actually kind of forms a little bit of a friendship with her. So I don't think 
disappeared yeah. very quickly, though. Yeah, it did. Um, I don't think he killed his wife. What do you think? I'm still 50-50 because there's a lot of evidence pointing towards both. Like you said, he's certainly the most likable person in the movie. He's a great friend mm-hmm. to Rick Dalton. He's like, like, like you said, he picked up what's her yeah. name. I feel like mainly because he wanted to sleep yeah. with her. Yeah, maybe because. But then he asks her age, and she says yeah. that she's under eighteen, and he doesn't. Yeah, but there's also some evidence leaning towards the fact that he did kill his wife. Point being last 10 minutes of the movie we know that he has these skills even the fight with bruce lee yes we know that the he has the skills to kill his wife that's true he is he can be very violent now that last few scene he was hopped up on some sort of like um marijuana cigar acid cigar and i i i think that he did kill his wife you think so i think that the fact because you when you look at him when his wife was nagging him in that flashback, he was so annoyed. And also, how didn't they say that she fell off the boat? Yeah. Okay. If she was on a boat, wouldn't she know how to swim? And if you're just going to say it because it was a storm, that day was bright and sunny. Did they say it was because of a storm? I don't remember. I don't. They didn't say it. But people might say that it was because of a storm that she fell off. It was a bright, sunny day. He has the skills to kill his wife, and I feel like he did. I feel like, even though that he is very likable, I feel like he's only likable to Rick Dalton. Interesting. Okay, because he's not yeah, very likable. Even when to he's talking to Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, yeah, he's still like very sarcastic, and he and you can tell that he doesn't doesn't really like him, but he needs a job. Yeah, yeah. And he obviously didn't care about the fact that he destroyed some person's car, too. So I do think that he killed his wife. Interesting. All right. I don't think he killed his wife, but okay. We'll agree to disagree. Let's uh, ask the other question that a lot of people didn't like about this movie, which was Margot Robbie's lack of screen time in this movie. Um, She plays Sharon Tate, who is a real live person person. um, who was uh, a part of the Manson cult and ended up getting killed. Um, She was part of it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But she's in the movie maybe 15 minutes i would say around there and around there you know about seven minutes of it being her dancing that's true was very that's strange. true seven minutes very about her strange. dancing um do you yeah do you think that she was not well here's the thing because a lot of people don't like it and i think one of the major reasons why is because this is a very quote-unquote macho story and there's not a lot of female representation in this movie and you she was on the poster. She was promoting the movie she with everybody the else. Biggest face on the she, poster. Yeah. So she, her name is on there. So everyone just assumed that she would be a bigger character than she actually was. I think a lot of people thought that this was going to be a Charles Manson movie. Yeah, I thought that. And then I thought that too. And then we're and then I heard like a week before it came out that it's actually not like that at all. Like it's a love letter to Hollywood. And I was going to be the same way. I was like, why on earth? was she in this movie but then i heard a great point that somebody brought up which was that the whole movie is about rick dalton's fall from stardom and his career ending but with her it's her career beginning and that's the two parallels you can see what it's like for somebody to start up in hollywood and see somebody finish 
And so, I think that that's really so you, important. So you think that it was because Quentin Tarantino wanted to show both sides of Hollywood. I think so. Falling to rising. Yes, I think so. I think that's why we get those little cuts of her seeing herself in her first movie mm-hmm. and her and reaction her to that. Her being excited, her life growing. She gets pregnant. She's about to have a baby. She gets. Uh, she moves into this big house. People start to recognize her. Mm-hmm. I did, I kind of like the fact that she was in the movie, even though I did seem like her dance. She was dancing I, pretty much the whole movie. I don't remember her dancing as much as you do. I remember her dancing at the pool party, and then I remember her dancing. Um, by the record player. And I actually really like that scene. I feel like, what did she dance throughout that? I don't know. She's happy. This is her. She's she's in Hollywood. This is what okay. she's always wanted. She's becoming a star. She thinks she can become the biggest celebrity in the world. It goes right back to that parallel of why she was in the movie in the first place. Okay. Didn't really think of that. So you just kind of shut down my thinking. Yes, yeah, stupid. Idiot. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. But I I didn't hate the fact that she was in the movie. I feel like a lot of one of the reasons why people are saying that is because it didn't really amount to the actual Manson murder yeah. that happened. So it did kind of seem a little weird that it took place in that. But that's scenario. Quentin Tarantino yeah. for you and his altering of history that we saw in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So I, I kind of like the fact that she was in the movie. Okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I I also really like Margot Robbie. Yeah, she was so, really good in it. She was really good in it. She wasn't BAFTA nomination good in it, but she was good yeah. in it. Yeah. Do you have another unanswered question? I have one on my mind, but you can ask yours. Okay. Did that eight-year-old kid go on to win an Oscar? Uh, everyone her wants her to get an uh, Oscar nomination this year. Let's be would she be the youngest? How old was Anna Pack when she won hers? I think she was 11. Okay. I, I so this girl's like eight or nine years yeah. old. That She was just... She was really good. Yeah. She was not telling jokes, and it was kind of unintentionally funny, but intentional. You know what I mean? I think it's also... Uh, we go back to like what I was saying with Margot Robbie. Like It's just the way that the new people in Hollywood at that time were acting. Yeah. Like, like when she's... Um, when she and DiCaprio first meet... And he's like, what's your name? And she says, I only want to be called by my character's name. And, and that's he, something that he never he, does. And then she went on this whole thing about like he, when she doesn't eat before a shoot. And he was just like, how old are you? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that just goes to like this new wave, this new form, techniques of acting that Rick Dalton is just oblivious to yeah. and he doesn't know about. Um, I think she would have gone on to win I an Oscar. I think she could have been the next Catherine Hepburn. Whoa. I mean, Catherine Hepburn has how many Oscars? Four, Four Oscars. Four. Most Oscars by yeah, any, any woman. woman. Yeah. 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 I think she could. Even though we didn't. Did she say any lines in the movie? Within the movie that they were doing? I don't. Well, it was first off the TV episode. Oh, I'm sorry. The yeah. TV episode. I don't think so. Yeah. But, I mean, she, she can still have a big, like, career ahead of her. I guess that's true. I yeah. guess that's true. Um, it's just one that I was just thinking about for yeah, the longest yeah. time. Well, because she, Julia Butters is her name, by the way. I just okay. looked it up. Um, yeah, she she was really good she in the movie. Really good. If, I don't. She think could she, grow up to get an Oscar in real life could. too. I don't think that she'll. I don't, I don't think she'll get an Oscar. No, I don't think so. And like for this movie, yeah. And I would be very shocked if she did, and kind of not happy. 
Really? Mainly because they would probably have to take out the girl from the farewell. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, one of my unanswered questions, maybe not super unanswered, was Rick Dalton a good friend to Cliff Booth? Mm. I think Cliff Booth was a good friend to Rick Dalton, but was it the other way around? Because he didn't really talk. Like, Rick Dalton really talked about his own problems a lot mm-hmm. to Cliff. There's that whole scene where they're driving, and then even when they're getting out of that car early in the movie, and they're walking to the house, and it's a long shot. That's just all Rick talking about himself. Mm. I feel like that's just Rick Dalton as a person. That's true. I guess I could see that. because Maybe, be- maybe because of the fact that everyone thinks that Cliff Booth murdered his wife, that this is the only person that, like, will hang out with yeah. him so he just tries to make the best of it well the evidence against is when he stands up where he tries to get cliff a job again with kurt russell there's that as evidence and then even in the end where he has to let him go where he has to fire him he still lets him stay in his house mm-hmm. until he can find an apartment for himself i feel like he's just one of those people that doesn't know that they're making everything about themselves but cliff booth i feel like doesn't really care yes well he obviously realizes that rick just has a huge ego Mm. i think but you're right i don't think that cliff cared at all yeah and then i even like the end scene where cliff is going into the ambulance and he's like i'll come with you i'll come with you and cliff's like no i don't i don't want you standing there you'd be doing nothing like i kind of i feel like they are good friends though they are good friends well they've had the friendship for who knows how long how many years before Oh, I mean, I don't think he was the best friend in the world, but I don't, you know, I don't really think that he was awful. I mean, it's hard to tell just because this movie does take place within, most of it takes place within one day, the majority of it. Majority. Um, Do you have another unanswered question? How long do you think the marriage between uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character and what's her name? Lasted. Lasted. Um, Keep in mind that they nearly got murdered that night and he blowtorched another person. I'm going to say it ends maybe a week after that. I'm going to say that you start getting marit- marital troubles after yeah. that. and But you don't go into divorce. I don't think that she left the house. I also don't know. I was confused at the end if she was doing, if she was a gold digger and if she was just using him for his money. I think, though, and this kind of goes into another unanswered question, leads into it. Does Rick Dalton become a star after this again? Or does his career end? I don't think a big star in America. Because if it ends, then she's not staying with him. Absolutely not. So, but if the movies do well in America, yeah, it's I, do, I don't think that they do well in America, but I do see him who is like, who continues to hold on to his stardom. Mm-hmm. And does like the smallest guest spots on shows or shows up um, at like award shows. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know that person was still alive. Oh, wow. And I think soon he becomes, oh, what was his name? But he's still he's still relevant. He's still doing anything on television and or in movies that can get him a paycheck. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't have any other questions. I have one. How what's the uh, how long is the. extended cut of this movie certainly over three hours but i'll I, say about three i'm gonna say about three and a half hours yeah, about as long as the irishman yeah 
the other things about right because it's a two hour and forty five minute movie, and it's Quentin Tarantino. I think that this movie was a lot more rewatchable than The Irishman ever could be. Mm -hmm. And so... This is about Irishman. It's just so dark, too. This is, like, a little more lighthearted. Well, even, like, literally the lighting is a little little better, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is a little more lighthearted until you get to the end of it. Mm -hmm. Here's an unanswered question. Do you think Quentin Tarantino is writing the movie and he was like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute, nobody's gotten shot yet. And then he went and decided to have a woman's face get devoured by a dog and then have Rick Dalton blow somebody up with the blowtorch. I feel like in the beginning when he was like, okay, this is going to be about the Manson murders, I feel like he was like, you know what, I'm just going to change history once again. And then he realized, I'm sure he realized halfway through, I don't really find, I can't really find any place to put violence in here. What if they just killed them very violently? I because within that five minute scene of the three people just getting killed, I feel like that was like everything Quentin Tarantino does in any movie he makes. The amount of the amount of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just realizing that like as I was watching, and I was like, we haven't really gotten anything yet. And then he really saved it towards the end. But what I loved about not really the ending, but probably with thirty minutes left to go in the movie. And the voiceover kept happening at eight oh seven. Brick and Cliff went to this restaurant, and I thought that that was just really good writing. It was really structured yeah, it well. Yeah, yeah. It was. All right. Well, that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of You Wouldn't Get It. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>